Welcome to the King's Court Podcast. Today's guests are the wonderful Casey and the wonderful Chance. Any of you guys been in a relationship before? Yes, I have. I have. Would you consider any of your relationships to be toxic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like for me, because I was also, I was younger, it was definitely toxic. There's a lot of things that I wouldn't deal with now that I probably dealt with. And that I know, I really didn't know what toxic was when I was younger. You know, I was probably 14, 16 in this relationship. So, yeah, it was a lot of toxic stuff. Yeah. Um, nah, not, not really toxic, you know. I'm, I feel like I was definitely young, so I didn't. I, I, it wasn't perfect, you know. It, nothing, nothing was perfect. You didn't know no better. But um, I, I didn't have no real like toxicity. It was, it was still good as far as things went. Like um, I had like a very long relationship from like eighth grade to my junior year. So, you know, I, I had longevity. And so you know, I feel like you no, know, there there are people who like be in toxic situations for that long. But I'm not that type of person. And what's the things that you settled for? Back then, that you want to sell for now in the next relationship you get into? For me, I feel like communication. Hey, as a girl, for me, it's very different, you know? Both of y'all are males, and it's kind of different, but um, as a woman, like, and I'm very quiet. You know me, like, personally, I'm very quiet. I'm very yeah. chill. So most of the times, I wouldn't really, like, speak up when I felt a certain way about something. But now, I make it, like... The number one thing. If I feel a certain way about anything, I'm addressing it right then and there. Like, I'm not about to let you treat me however you want to treat me. And just because- Stand on pit business, people. Stand on pit business. <laughs> yeah, like, you got to stand on business when it comes to, like, how you feel, especially for us as girls and, and all that. You know, you just got to stand up for yourself. I was dealing with somebody who was older than me, even when I was in the relationship Somebody, they were like 18 and I was 14, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> All right, I was 18. No. <laughs> I was like 14, 16, they were 18. And, you know, you can imagine. Did, uh, they, have a, did they have a bag? Not really. Oh, can't see. No, I just really, like, I, I messed with him because I messed with him. But at the moment, because he was older, I thought he was smarter and he just knew everything. Like, they say with age comes wisdom. Yeah. So, but it also can come with stupidity. Yeah, so the person I was dealing with came with a lot of stupidity. On my end, it started, I started, like, getting his characteristics from him, or, like, he would get my bad toxic traits for me because we were both young, like I said. But, yeah, I wouldn't settle for any of that now. I, I tend to speak up and just be more open about how I feel in relationships, whether it's something serious or not serious, like, you know? Yeah. So, we can set that boundary right there. That's, those are, that's one of the things that I really don't settle for. A person who can't communicate, a person who can't, like, listen to me as a person. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree with that heavy. You know, communication is so important on, on any basis. Friendships, relationships, even, you know, like, teacher relationships. Like, communication is just so important. You, you got, you're not going to get nowhere with bad communication. So I just, I don't stand for bad communication. You, you got to be able to tell me how you feeling, why you feeling that way. Or else, like, you know, what am I talking to you for? Like, it, it, it's going to set a weird wall between us that is going to make it so nothing can get done. And so, you know, you, you, you can't, can't, can't be a bad communicator. If you are, you know, you should work on that. Uh, you know, I think it's a constant thing that everybody should be working on all the time. But, 
you know, because I, I know as much as I, I love and I preach good communication, I'm not perfect. Mm. So I'm still working on it, too. So. And I feel like when it comes to that, like what he just talked about, yeah. as long as like there's a because nobody's perfect, right? Nobody's yeah. perfect. Nobody. As long as we're able to sit down and be like, OK, wait, something is not right in the way we're communicating. How can we work work on it and it seems like you're being open to that and you want to work on it yeah then yeah but i feel like for me what i meant is like a person who's just like no like actually i don't have to deal with my communication mm-hmm. something's wrong with you you need to you know do something that's that's how some people are like they don't think they're in the wrong when it comes to certain stuff so mm-hmm. i feel like if you're in a relationship and you're giving everything you're not, i don't consider that person to never be in the wrong like, you work on it, you fix yourself, mm-hmm. you do everything to better yourself for that person. For sure. Mm-hmm. But I think if you give your all and change how you act, you're you're losing yourself for that person. Mm-hmm. And I think if you need to gain, then you have, after relationship, you have to bounce back. And then you might fall into a deep depression because you don't have that person to rely on anymore. That you changed everything for you, then you lost yourself yeah. and while you were still growing up. Yeah, no, so, wait, can we, like, talk about that more? Like, how you can lose yourself in somebody. Like, because most people don't even realize that they are losing themselves in a relationship. Because, you know, it would be, like, a person outside, an outsider that can tell you, like, yo, your relationship is draining you and I can see it. But most of the times, it's like you're such on a high when you meet a new person and, like, you feel all these new feelings. You don't realize that you might be losing yourself, you know? It feels good. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it feels good, but... But then what? Like, is it draining you? Are you feel, how are you feeling about this? And then you just, I don't know. I feel like that's something that, that got to be talked about more. How to not lose yourself in a relationship. That, I don't know. It's That's something I'm still learning, I feel like. Yeah. Chance. Yeah. Um, on that topic, you know, like, I feel like it is very easy to kind of, especially like, I know I know the type of person I am. I, I love hard. Like I, I will like change myself if I feel like it's beneficial towards the relationship. Um, but you know you you can't always do that. Like some things, it, it is healthy to change. Like if you're if you're if you're bettering yourself while also doing something that like benefits the relationship, that's good. But you can't change like key defining things about you. Like let's say like. The person you're talking to doesn't like something that you do or um but it's like something that you you're passionate about but you're like oh well maybe i'm not that passionate about it just because they don't like it like that's yeah. that's that's that divide that you really gotta set and be like well it's okay that you don't like it but it is something that i like so i'm gonna keep doing it but you know you don't have to be a part of this specific thing and that's another thing you don't have to share everything with your partner i think that's mm-hmm. a common misconception you don't gotta share everything with your partner you no, nah, that's real, though. Like, I feel like when you're with a partner, you feel like you need to tell them everything, open up about every small thing in your life. But it's like, you got to have a little bit of your privacy. Like, not everything needs to be known because at the end of the day, some of the things that you're telling them, they can be used against you in a way that, you know, like maybe if y'all have an argument and it's like it's being thrown in an argument because you said it, but you know that was very personal. You would never want, you know, anybody to throw that, so... Most of the times we open up too fast too. Like it's like I don't know. That's a big thing. Like that I've been learning with the relationships. You can't tell nobody, even your friends. Like even anybody for real, you can't tell them every single thing about yourself. Like there has to be a little privacy, something that you know that nobody else knows. Yeah. So that was a good point. That was. That was a good point. 
<clears throat> Another question I have pertaining to relationships is, do you think it's wrong to go through your man's or woman's phone? I would never go through a phone. Like, that's, I feel like, if it gets to a point where y'all are checking phones, what, like, what, what has happened to the point where you feel like, you know, you need to go through your partner's phone? Like, I wouldn't because, first of all, you're, I've done it before. I went days without eating, you know? It's messing with your head, first of all. You're not respecting. You're not respecting the person. Um, oh, you really get. You really get yourself. You really get that. Pick that plate back up. <laughs> you. Nah, this is a long. I would never do that. I would never. Like I said, I would never go through a phone again because of that. But it's like you're not giving the person privacy. And then, like, where's the trust? If the relationship doesn't have trust, what what are we here for? Like, if you feel like there's something wrong, at least address it and be like, wait, is somebody texting your phone? But don't go through your partner's phone without him, like, knowing or even just trying to force. If you see he's not comfortable, he or she's not comfortable with it, I would say don't go through a phone. Um, as far as going through phones goes, I've never understood it because I've never been in a situation where uh, the trust, like, has been at that point. Like, I feel like that that's something that y'all need to work out. Like, if I feel like if it gets to the point where you feel like you need to check your partner's phone, maybe that shouldn't be your partner anymore. Okay, man. Because, like, obviously they, they've, <laughs> they've, they've obviously done something. Quit there, man. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It's okay. Um, but obviously they've done something to, to mess up the trust. And, like, if the trust isn't there, you shouldn't be there either. I'm sorry. Like, but that's, that's just real. Like, the trust not there, you shouldn't be there either. Uh, Jeffrey's point of view. Go ahead, Jeff. Check that damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for real though. Why? What do you? Why do you think people should? Check I don't even know. If she, I don't even know if she's talking to uh, Ryan. I don't even know if she's talking to Brian. You know, you know that Queen Naja song, Ryan. Because I need to know if you out here planning on leaving my because <laughs> you see fit to leave me. Okay. But wait, you talking about like go through the phone when he when she not looking? No, nah, we gonna go through it together. We're like, oh, yeah, you sick? Yeah. Uh huh. But then I'm gonna t- tap it. Be like, together is kind of crazy. <laughs> hey, we gotta get through this together. See, relationship is about communication and working it out. Uh, so we gotta, me and her gotta get, we gotta work together. You know. Okay. What would you consider cheating in a relationship? If you're in a relationship and you have like friends of the other gender if you like you know the same gender or whatever like you just have to be able to set those boundaries that you are in a relationship um and like there there are certain things that are okay and there are certain things that are not um like i I would even go like flirting like you should not be flirting with somebody else if you're in a relationship like that's that's really like the first thing like you got to know how you talking to people because of how that can be perceived and that can get you caught up and get you in a whole lot of trouble. So wait, some people, some people be like, "Oh, I'm a natural flirter," I, and I get that. I understand because, like, there there is people who just maybe I feel like are too charismatic, and that can come off flirt, flirtatious. Okay. Okay. Um, and like that, and then like they're they've been told that they're a natural flirt, um, and so like they they may also start to slack a little bit. Mm. But I do think if you if you're told you're a natural flirt, you should be mindful of that. Um, and you should try to work on that. You you should, but you know that's 
You got something to say, Jay? Go ahead. <laughs> Them nachos flirt. They be the hoes. I'm telling you right. I'm telling you right now. Because we got here. Yeah. Hey. They be up here touching. Hey, watch, watch them. Watch them. I feel like, bro, when it comes to that, I'm a natural flirter. Like, I'm a natural flirter. Everybody knows. I talk to everybody. I be smiling all the time, you know? Yeah. But when I'm in a relate, or like when I'm dealing with somebody, I feel like it's about to, because I've only been in my relationship. But when I'm dealing with people now, and I feel like it's leading to something serious. Mm. I know how to control myself in certain things. Like, I know, as long as I know what my intention is, and, you know, I can really, like, you know, tone it down when I'm around. Like, okay, like, for example, if I had feelings for a certain person, you know, and I yeah. know I'm going to flirt around them, I'm going to set my, I'm going to act a little, like, you know, a little more still and a more, you know, if I'm dealing with somebody because it's it's not right, you know? It's, but, yeah, I feel like that whole natural flirters thing, I don't know. Like, I feel like you can just control it, kind of, and know what you're doing and be intentional with what, you know, what you're doing. It's all about being intentional mm-hmm. and how much the, how important the relationship is to you, you know? For sure. Yes. So, For sure. Yeah. But what I consider flirting. Or cheating. Oh, cheat, uh, cheating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're talking to any, okay, not like that, but like, if you're dealing with anybody from your past that you're kind of talking to, catching up with, hi, how are you doing? And y'all have a kid together or something like that, or like, you know? We ain't messing with no baby. <laughs> we ain't messing with no baby dads yeah, and baby mamas. I don't know that many people with kids. It's like a, a situation where you have a kid together because I've dealt with people who have kids before. You know, then I respect that. I respect that, you know, there's nothing I can do to come through. Become, to come between that um, mother and father relationship. Like, y'all have a kid together. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, you're just trying to catch up with an ex just to catch up, texting them, doing this and that, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like if, if you're in a new situation, why are you even trying? It didn't work for a reason. Except if y'all, like, friends, real-ass friends, or y'all had, like, years of friendship prior to y'all being something, then okay. But I just feel like there's no need for you to be talking to people that you dealt with texting them seeing them or like you know hanging out or any of that if mm-hmm. it didn't work out you're with me for a reason now so what are we doing you know so i consider that cheating but not for i feel like that's something that's a cheating that can be solved or like if we talk about it but other than that the real cheating stuff if you go mess with somebody else or if you go uh-uh-uh with somebody else that's cheating you know we know that yeah if <laughs> if um I guess you mean like something that you wouldn't consider cheating, but is cheating. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's that's about it for me. Like just keeping ties with people that you dealt with when you don't need to, like when there's no need to. That could be cheating to me. I feel like <coughs> cheating is means different things for different people. Some think people think liking the girls post on Instagram mm. is cheating because that girl the the girlfriend only jealous because that girl got. A, Bad body. You know? What do y'all think about that? What? Like liking pictures. Do y'all think that's considered cheating? Or? I mean, I thought it was better. <laughs> I mean, that girl's a 10, you know, she a 10 out of 10, you know. She got everything out. She got, I don't think you should. What's that? Yeah. Okay, so listen. I don't know about all that because the only people I follow on Instagram are like people like that I know like mm. my my friends my associates like these these aren't I don't really follow like a lot of celebrities or anything like so 
if I'm liking a post, I'm liking that post because that's my friend and my friend posted. Like, it's not anything deeper than that to yeah. me. So, like, I feel like, in, a, in like, I don't know. I'm also, like, I've never had, like, anyone be like, oh, why are you liking her post? So maybe that's why I don't really get it either because it hasn't happened to me. But, like, it just doesn't. And I'm sure it is, like, different situations where it probably is a bit more serious, like, I, like how you said, like, if it's like it's an ex that they don't need to be talking to and they like in the picture, like, I can see how that could be problematic. But it's just in my own experience, like, I'm just liking a post. Mm. It's not that deep to me, especially because so a lot of the time I just be double tapping and scrolling. Right. Like, now, I feel like one thing for me is if I'm dealing with a guy and they're liking, like, they're under the comments of, like, celebrity girls that, like, are, like, have... No big, you know, you know the the, the Lotto, Mulatto, and what's her name, Lotto. There they go get them. All those people go. <laughs> if you're if you're in the if you're liking every single picture and like you're under the comments, I just feel like especially if the girl looks different from me. Like let's say the girl is like light skin or no, I'm not trying to compare myself, but it's like you like something else, okay? But that could be a sin of the insecurity. But like low key, if you sit down and think about it. Why are you under celebrities and like commenting? Like that's one of the biggest icks for me. If you're just liking, yeah. But it, that could be seen as inse- like now that I just thought about it, it could be seen as an insecurity for me. But I feel that's like something I gotta. I feel like darker skinned women are like appreciated by some black man to their even if they're like a dark skinned black man, they're like, oh, oh I wanna um snow bunny or I wanna. I'm on the Asian, I'm on the light skin girl because I consider that the supreme race. Mm. Where back in the day, you weren't even the supreme race and you still aren't considered the supreme race. Mm. I think we all should respect darker tone women and respect women, black women in general because black so. woman is the most disrespectful woman in America. Amen. Thank for the worldwide. We learned about this one woman, her body was the was torn apart. Her her part, part body parts is all over the UK. Yeah, and then you Sarah, see, see Sarah it's Sarah America. Sarah, Sarah Bartman. Bartman. Yeah. Wait, what happened? Like a lady was like, she was like, you know, like Kim Kardashian, right? Mm-hmm. And like her one picture where she popped the bottle. Like she was like one. She, that that's what she reminds me of. Oh, is it? Is it? I think I've seen the picture. It's like a. a she had like a big butt. Like back yeah. in the day, she was like a slave or something. Yeah. yeah. She had yeah. a big butt and stuff mm-hmm. like. Wait, her body was like torn apart. They they as soon as she died, they dissected her because they thought she wasn't human because of her proportions. What? The yeah. So they dissected her. She was South African. Um, it was either the UK or France or like one of the you know European countries had her remains like. Uh, in their museum, and then only, like, do, do you remember what year? It was, like, a recent year, like, maybe 2018, 2016. Yeah. Um, the the U.K. or Europe, the Europe countries gave back her. Or, I don't know if they gave back everything, because I think they lost some stuff, but they gave back, like, her skeleton. and. Yeah. That just gave me chills, like, all yeah. over yeah, it's, body. What the heck? It was crazy back in the day. They used to do anything just because... Black people, man. They didn't consider her a human. No, they didn't. Like, isn't that crazy? Just, just because she had a big behind. I can't, like, imagine they did that to Nikki. Like. Nah, like, <laughs> you start thinking, like, imagine if they did that to, like, a person that you know. Like, because if you think about it, most, okay, most black, they have, their shape's good. You know, that's, that's, that's like a, 
a thing, you know? So yeah. I'm thinking, like, imagine they grab my mom or my aunt and they just, you know? And these are our ancestors, bro. Like, that shit's, I don't know. It's well, let's, let's, let's actually think about that. I feel like, okay. Talk to him, Jeff. Black, black women are being kidnapped. Black children are being kidnapped left and right. Mm. And like Cleveland, I saw like something about hundreds of kids being kidnapped. Then in DC, black women get kidnapped twenty four seven. And like, where are they? Where are they at? Where are they going? Like nobody cares. And I feel like the setback is like th- that happened with that is because um like finding these people is because of that one girl. Her kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if that didn't ha- happen, she actually was going missing. Like they actually found her, and all this happened. I think we'll, we will be like so far into like finding people all, that are, yeah, finding people that are missing. That shit was bad, bad. Like, that looks bad on like, I don't know, like just the black community. And yeah. see, what we'll I'll be thinking about this a lot. I don't want to get too deep, you know? Yeah. But if you think about it, if you really sit down and think about it, same stuff that happens that happens now is okay the same as what was happening back in the day. But there's like a little bit more of like trying to like hide it or. Trying like making it a new thing, you know? Yeah. Like, an instance, like you would think a black, like for me as a black woman, right? I'd be yeah. thinking, like, okay, wait, imagine if that was me kneeling down and like they're choking me and I'm dying. So you would think like a black officer would like think the same thing, but you have to remember back in the day, there was black people turning against black people that would like, yeah, you know, go aside with the white man, really not understand where the same people that of your color are coming from. And it's like, you're the same color too. You can be caught in the same predicament. If you was a, you was in a police officer, similar, like similar shit would happen to you. So how, how can you like do that when you know what's going on in the world? It's like, I mean, even if they are a police officer, it, it, like, cause I be seeing stuff all the time, like where it'd be like black people from the military and they just not in uniform or a black police officer. And like, they, they be getting like, Pressed by some of these police officers. Really think about it. It's like change has happened, but the change is not as it should be because it's like it's it's a like it's it's, it's like we're fighting for humanity, bro. Like I don't understand. It's like how why can we not be treated as people just because y'all have a different color than that? Like they were trying to change something about the voting rights. It was basically something that was gonna set the black community back. Like this was like a year ago from voting and like people people who could like know what's going on they could tell like it was a way of trying to set the black people away from voting but they didn't do it as like nah they try to cover it up as in like oh we need you to we need these certain qualifications for you to vote but it's like most black people don't have those qualifications that y'all put on that paper to vote so y'all know what y'all doing at the end of the day but it's like you know we're just trying to cover it up and act like nothing is going on make it small quiet then you know, because a lot of black people are starting to speak up and they're starting to see what's really going on, you know? Especially us as, like, the youth. Mm-hmm. You know, we have podcasts, stuff like this, where we can sit down and talk. And it doesn't matter if, like, you know too much about the it. The King's Court podcast. That's why I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you did this because for a black man, I feel like it's powerful. That's that's the most powerful. That's the most, like, thing that we can do. Have a voice. Speak for us. Speak for our people. And hopefully somebody listens. Somebody that needs to listen, listens. <laughs> All right, so we talked about relationships. So we got a little off topic, but you know, everything everything matters at the King's Court. Next topic is friendships. Uh, like- oh, so Chance, how would you define a friend? Okay, 
who you you can rely on like on your days where you aren't able to give your 50 percent maybe they can give 60 you're giving 40 or vice versa like somebody that you both if needed you can give a little bit more and heck if if you need it you can give like a lot more but it can't be all the time like it just it has to be like an equal exchange you got to understand each other you got to have that communication like you i would say the same thing for a friend or somebody you can just you know relate to rely on somebody that can be there for you and you be there for them whenever it's needed um like you said somebody who can give you your 50 when you don't feel 100 you know Um, have you had where you felt like you were giving more Uh, than they were giving in return uh definitely you know and i feel like i experienced that a lot coming to college chicago so with such a large gap. Shirek, Shirek. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with, with such a, a large gap being put between some of me and my friends, you know, like we're all spread out across the country. I feel like it was easier for some others, um, for other people, I mean, to just like back off instead of like um, trying to keep the friendship going. And like, you know, that's their choice at the end of the day. But I, I did realize at a certain point that there are certain people who I just wouldn't be reaching out to as much because they weren't giving the same energy back. With every, I feel like, for me, as the type of person I am, um, I feel very, like, every, with every with every relationship, whether it's, you know, platonic, um, romantic, I've been giving, like, all of myself most of the time. Like, I give all. And most of the times, people don't know how to, some people don't get, know how to give their all. So it's like, I'm giving a lot, and for me, it feels right. You know, there's nothing wrong with it, but mm-hmm. it's not being given back. And you know, it's okay. But I've learned, I've learned to just kind of, if you're not giving what I feel like is needed, or for our friendship to keep going, just you know, let it go. And that's life. Just take that step back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to Jeffrey. It ain't nothing to cut that bitch off because um I cut a friend off, I cut anybody off. I'm not giving up. I'm trying to giving everything for you. Amen. And you ain't giving nothing for me. I'm not losing my education. I'm not losing no bag. I'm not using nothing for you. Had any recent friendships you had to end? Uh, a lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. I feel like right now I'm going through a season where. I'm accepting new new friendships, but I'm also letting go of like the old ones that don't serve me anymore. You know, I'm about to turn 20 and I feel like this is a time where things start changing for you and like life starts becoming real. You start figuring out who you are and who you want to be around you and who you don't want to be around you. And that's kind of where I've been. And so I've, I've lost a lot of friends. And plus, like you said, like coming to college, everybody's going their own ways. People are doing different things, you know? So, it's it's okay to like lose that that friendship that y'all had and for you to like grow it and just let it go. So yeah, I've recently had to like go like he knows. I had a best friend I was best friends for for like four years and we're not friends no more. And you know it's hard. I'm not gonna say it's not hard, but we have to learn how to just take it with a grain of salt. He told me he said some real real shit. Hold on, I gotta read your text. <laughs> I gotta read it because I screenshotted it and it was so real. Yeah. He said, 
Growing is knowing that you're never the problem to someone's issues. Ooh, you ate that up. So it keeps saying no business. So, yeah, like, with, I don't know, with this one, with this friendship, like I said, for four years, I just felt like, like he said, like, I, I felt like, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm not into it. Casey, come on. The, the, the friendship where I felt like I kind of was the issue, or like I'm, I was made to feel like I was an issue. So when you said that to me, I just felt like really validated and I felt good because, you know, sometimes you can feel like you're, you're supposed to be a solver of everybody's problems, but nah, like, in a friendship, it's not supposed to be like that. Like you said, you can give your 50, but in return, when you're not feeling 100%, like when you're not feeling, you know, however you feel, somebody, they're supposed to purr back into you, you know? So when and then when you're per, when you're feeling like you're doing the best that you can to make the friendship grow, or like pouring into that friendship, and then it's not taken as you pouring in, that can also like really just be bad. So that's how I felt in the friendship where that I was in for four years, and that's how it ended. It's really you know it wasn't too deep, but it's just like we outgrew each other, and that happens, you know. Yeah, I love the word outgrew. You know, you not grow close, you outgrow mm-hmm. um, everything. But outgrowing a friendship means you're leveling up in life, in my opinion. Because you stay so low. Like chickens, they cluck on the ground. But eagles, they got to soar like an eagle. You know, you can't, you can't be down here dealing with no chicken. Amen. Yeah, as an eagle, I watch. What my angel will say, I will rise. You will stay and you will not be, become nothing. Mm. But... Watch me be successful. Watch me become an attorney in six to seven years. Watch you live in your mama's house eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich with no job and playing your PS5 in a mu- garage. And watch me be a bad motherfucker. But he refers to some of his friends as associates. He nah, said friends and so. associates. You got to learn how to not, like, everybody that you talk to is not a friend, like, yeah. you know? So that's something I'm learning. I feel like y- you can... You can literally just know people just by, like, work. You don't have to be best friends with them or, like, become like this just because y'all work together. Yeah. If y'all are not the same people, y'all, y'all are not compatible with what you do, with what your life... Why are you trying to fit them in your life if it doesn't work for you, you know? So, that's... You're not, you're not going to click with everybody. Just have your, have your people who you know are your friends, and you're going to have associates. And they, they can be cool people, but y'all just not there. Our next topic is going to be being black in a PWI. Um, Chance told me this is his first time being at a PWI. Casey, I believe we mean you've been the same boat for I don't know oh, how yeah. long. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I would like to first hear about Chance's uh, transfer to a PWI. Uh, yeah, so... My high school was predominantly black and Hispanic, um, and so, like, it was it was like a culture shock coming here, um, like, different from seeing, like, people like us every day to not so much, you know, like, being, being like, the true minority, like, within an educational space is kind of crazy. Like, there are classes where, like, I'm the only person of color in there, and, like, that's, that's just wild to me. Like, that would have never been the case you know, last year, literally last year, months ago even, you know, because I only graduated in May. Um, and so it's like, that's so crazy to me. Um, you know, I've also, like, experienced, like, my, my fair share of discrimination already. There was a 
incident on my dorm floor where uh, a we we don't know who, but uh, there was a whiteboard outside a door, and someone had written like no and words aloud on the whiteboard. It was a whole deal. It was it's crazy, but you know I, I try not to let that define my experience. Like there, it's not all bad. You know, they, I've I've been able to find my people. Um, you know, stick by them. They they keep me going. I hope I keep them going. Um, and like, you know, it's it's just it's not all bad. Like at the end of the day, we all here to get our education. That's that's what we came here to do. It's what we're gonna do. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm working to better myself. For me, um, I don't know. It feels you feel kind of left out all the time. You know. Like with even that Carol, like you know, there's certain stuff that I experienced where I was really just walking in the hallway and somebody just said the N word with the ER, like right behind me. Yeah. So there's always like just like you know, but I also know if I react a certain way, you'll be the angry black woman. Yeah. So I don't know. Being that we have been to Carol and I, we've got used, I've got used to it. It's kind of not hard for me in college, you know? I just know how to stay to myself and, you know, if I need to go to, like like he said, finding your people, finding, like, a black the black community, going to the black events, you know? Mm-hmm. Making sure. you feel included in the school experience, you know? Yeah. But other than that, I don't know, it's just weird, and you always feel left out for real. There's nothing that anybody can change about that. It's just what it is, you know? It's like our school is really 10% black people and the rest are, you know, Caucasian. So, um, I don't know. It's just it's weird. But just got to do it. Get your education. Yeah. And- w.I. thinks it's second grade. Well, whoo. Wait, no. Okay, I went to a public school. But it, was, it, was, it was PWI. But then I went to a Catholic school for seventh through... The rest, they don't graduate. Um, first I got I got caught the N word on the playground. PWI. I wore out. You know I got the tree branch. I had the tree branch, and then uh, what else happened up there? Oh, uh, you know, everybody was trying to act hard, and like you didn't feel like you fit in. Um, Carol, same way you had to. I feel like most of the uh, people of color or black people, we had to be popular loners. Yeah. Because, like, we didn't want to fit in and get to the, that crowd because some of them like to... One, if you know, but, like, you know in the uh, cafeteria, that yeah. one bag table, that's where all the black people used to sit. Remember that? Yeah. And, like, everybody else. Like, that, to me, that's crazy because, like, bro, we're segregated. Like, we didn't really... I didn't say it like that. We were segregated. We, I remember there used to be like a black table where we were like. There, there, there was. I remember being there when I came to visit. It was like a one black table. There was the jocks and there was the things like you see on High School Musical and all the TV. Yes, shows. bro, <laughs> that's crazy. And then you just have the table with the black people and it's like, bro, what's going on? I thought we were supposed to be just all mixed in together, but I feel like that's like feel like we a defense mechanism for us. Like we just want to feel like we belong in somewhere where we don't feel like we belong. So we just form groups of, you know. Because I remember it was, like, Hispanic people sitting with us and, you know, just different races. But they probably just didn't feel like they belonged, too. So we just came together and we created whatever it had to be to feel like we belonged. All to a lot of people on my deep subject. 
You know, some of y'all might not know these two people I'm about to mention. But this situation with Cassie and Diddy. Oh. Are you guys aware of the situation? Oh, yeah. 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 How do you guys feel? I think on, you know, how much of what was said is true. And, of course, Diddy makes it seem like what was said is true with the fact that he took that settlement. Um, But... Guarding $1 million? But... I think he did. That's like, Diddy. <laughs> the stuff they was talking about, like, that's super villain stuff in real life. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, like that's the type of stuff I would expect, like, out of a comic book or something. But he was doing that in real life. Like, and, like, and like everybody knows Diddy. Like, it's Diddy. Yeah. And he was just doing that stuff. And no one said nothing for years. I, it's the power. The power of the money. Like, it gets you I, to places. I knew he was doing this. You knew he was doing it? Uh-oh. You had a feeling? I had a feeling deep down in my heart. You know, they got R. Kelly, they got Trey Songz, now they got Diddy. You know, and then, you know, back in the day, back in the day, I'm going to give y'all realty. Jay-Z, he another one. Because he know, before Beyonce, he was with Aaliyah. He did on Beyonce. He's crazy. Chill. I ain't going to chill Beyonce. That's why I said. She going to chill Beyonce. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nah, I feel like... For me, it's so much deeper for me. Like, when it comes to this situation... Because thinking about the fact that Cassie was only 19 years old, like I was talking, I talked to Jeffrey about it. He was only 19. She was only 19 years old. Yeah. Diddy was like 30, you know, 20-something, like, you know, late 20s or early 30s. If I, Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Diddy did do these things because, not, first of all, as, okay, I don't want to be like, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but as a, as a, um... Speak on it. Speak talk. on it. I'm not one to talk because I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like I said, I always date people who are older than me. But as a as a third, almost thirty, however old man, why are you dating a 19 year old girl when you have a wife a, a wife that's you know same age as you? It's like there's something that you want there. You want something from her. Maybe she doesn't like. She's not. She's young and she feels like she needs like. Okay, I don't want to. I don't know how y'all. I'm a father figure. Like, that, daddy yeah, issues, that, you know? Daddy issues, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like the age gap for me is what, I, I don't know. I think about that a lot. How Cassie was feeling, being that she's 19, I'm 19 years old right, 19 years old right now. And I don't know. I don't think I I would feel, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't feel like I have much to say about that. But I just, it's personal. It's personal to me. Because, okay, do y'all, can I be real? Yeah. Be real. When I turned 19, I'm not gonna lie, I started dating with a man who was 20 years old, right? Yeah. And doing this, like, I I changed completely, you know? I started, because when, when somebody's 29, they made me feel like I didn't know much because I was such a young girl and I was like, you know? So I kind of felt like naive, but I also felt protected. So it's like more than any other man you've ever dealt with. So you feel like you can open up and you're going to feel safe, you know? You're going to feel like he's not going to hurt you and all that. So I feel like that's what Cassie probably felt like. She felt like she would be safe with Diddy, being the fact that she he has a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know? He can he was paying for everything that she needed, vacations, you know? So I'm thinking I'm not even getting vacations with this man that I was dating when I was 19. But I felt like I was on top of the world just because he was older and he I felt like he could give me wisdom, he give me knowledge and all this. So that's really where it, it pertains from. You feel like you need something from the man that's older than you because you don't have what, you know, you don't have what you feel like they have, whether it's knowledge, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, 
Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so I can relate to Cassie. I can relate to Cassie because it'd be a lot of shit that makes you get in that situation. Most of the times for like, why would why would Cassie let Diddy do that? But it's like you don't even know what's going on. You're so deep into it, you don't know. She was there for ten years. Like we was I remember you said something about like you would not let yourself um like go through toxic for toxic a toxicity situation like that for so long. But it's like sometimes you Yeah, I mean, you know, like again, and that's just like my own personal experience. I feel like, like I feel like you from how from talking to you though, I feel like you're very aware of Yeah. Of what, you know? So yeah, But I understand, like it, it's different for everybody. Sometimes you, you could just not realize. Like, you know, like it's just it's it's a point where you it becomes normal. Mm-hmm. And that you you wouldn't think toxic toxicity is normal. And so you know, you 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 get stuck, and I that that does happen. It can happen. It's just it's not my not my own personal experience. Yeah. So yeah, I can I can say I experience I can relate to that, and I don't know. I know we was gonna talk about age gap relationships, but okay, okay. Uh, another thing, another thing. I got, I got, I got it. I feel like if you're gonna take older. Pay the man that got money. If you gonna take older, take the man that got money. He ain't got no bag, and you a young girl, you out here. Living life, getting to the bag, and he ain't got nothing going on because it's one girl. I don't know if y'all on TikTok, but her name is EK. Mm. Y'all know her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job, my people, my people. She dates an older man, and he doesn't have a job, live at his mama's house. EK, she does her wig, she does all this to make her money. So I think she needs to leave that man alone. Because that's like another example of like dating older mm-hmm. and not dating a man with money. Because I think you older, you got, you, your life should be figured out. You got a bag, you got something going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ways for next topic. Jamie Foxx cloning. Are y'all aware of this situation? No. <laughs> y'all not aware of this? No. Next. Okay, okay, okay. Let me see on you. Let me see on So allegedly, Jamie Foxx was sick, right? Well, he was sick, actually. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly, they say he came back as a clone. Oh no! Because they said he don't got the tattoo on the back of his head. Cause I'll say it's cause his hair grew back, Dumbo. There's a lot of sh- stuff that goes on in the industry, bro. That we're not even aware of at all. Like it's some crazy. Do you believe in the Illuminati? I don't know. Not like the not how people we know it. Yeah. yeah like, do you believe there's de- the people that like sell their soul to the devil? I or like do do anything to be famous. I do think that there are people that will do anything to be famous. Um, like, you know, I just, there's so much, that, like you said, there's so much we just, we don't know what goes on because we're, we're, we're on the outside. We're, we're just the consumers of the media. Um, and the media we consume, it, it doesn't necessarily always have to be true. So it's like, we just, we just got to trust that they're telling us the truth. But, you know, it's, 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 um, it's no guarantee that they're, they're telling us the truth. It's no, guarantee that you know like we, we we know what's going on we just gotta hope that we we have a somewhat idea of what's going on i feel like yeah same thing like when when people say uh selling your soul like i don't know i have a very different way of how i fuse things when people say view uh selling your soul i take it as like a different way like we say selling like even the old of natty we say that little but it really is not what like has been you know what we think it is how it's said but because there is some, the eye is on the dollar bill yeah <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of 
deep shit though. Like I feel like that that people do, or, like things that go on. That's considered selling your soul, or like you know. But I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like there's actual like you know hell that people go to, or, like the whole like you know. I remember I used, I watched this movie about the Illuminati when I was younger, and the way it just explained it, it just made us think like, what is I would tell a story about how I feel about the Illuminati. Okay, back in grade school, we was talking about the Illuminati up here. They people putting up signs, and you, know you know everybody was scared. They the person that was supposed to be the Illuminati. Beyonce, they're saying that she's an Illuminati. I don't believe it. Beyonce, but Jay Z, I think he was just lying. And because I don't really like that man. Me and Beyonce are supposed to be together. Because like in my dream, I had with Beyonce. Me and her was supposed to be married. You know, me and her, we went on a date. We went on a cruise. We went on everything together. And this, and this man gonna take my woman. Like they're trying to put like. All the celebrities, I think they're hating on celebrities. Like some of them, they want everybody to be like that. Just that one thing to like, just one reason to figure out why they're not doing better. Because mm. like everybody wants to feel like they're doing something and feel like they're somebody. But like, if you ain't shit, you ain't shit. But <laughs> and some people work hard to get to where they are. It doesn't mean every single time. They're going to go sell their soul. They're in the Illuminati just because they they got something, you know? Yeah. So. Next topic is Beyonce bleaching her skin. Have y'all seen that on the show? Is trailer? that real? No. She used to, like, be dark back in the day, and that's what... No, she used to be lighter back in the day. Like, you know, like, like some white light skin people get lighter in the winter. Oh, uh, yeah. Or, like, I, in the I fall. know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is some, some people... In the, in the summer, they get like real caramel, you know. She does look very pasty, but time, dude. Like I don't That's know. That's what like, I'm saying. Now I don't even think I feel like Beyonce is who she is. She wouldn't go. I don't know. But you never. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. But I feel like she's not even for that for real. But what about that song before you met her? No, this is this like 2014. <laughs> he had to be talking about Kim Kardashian. I don't. I don't really know how long they've been together, though, or were together. They not together anymore. No, Kim Kardashian backed her hoe which ways. <laughs> nah, bro. Kanye was kind of. I love Kanye, but like. Kanye twenty. Kanye twenty twenty four. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, anybody? Okay. We're not, I didn't want to get political, but, you know. Let's get political. You want to get political? Hell yeah. All right, all right, all right. Now, I love just seeing what other people think, bro. Okay, okay. What are your thoughts about Biden? Or Biden? Okay. A chance I'm going to let you go first. Because um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Dang. Um, Actually, this, that, that's kind of mean. No, I got it. Um, okay, okay, okay. This is where I admit that I do not know a lot about the government. And like, and like, what's going on presently? Because I thought I don't know. your ass knew about the government because a history class, right, right, right. Listen, you know. I, I I I do research on stuff, but like up until because I only turned eighteen back in May. Like I'm not even in my home state, so I haven't been able to vote on anything. Like I just I haven't been tapped into like the real political stuff. And so like I know that there are like a lot of people upset because. Biden just that they feel like Biden isn't doing enough 
Um, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, from my perspective of not knowing the most, our country's not on fire, so he he's he's doing enough, and that's that's the only opinion I'm I'm gonna put out there. Oh, look at Chance not trying to get canceled. <laughs> now, Casey, let's get political. I feel like, <laughs> well, okay, I wouldn't say nothing about, I don't think nothing about Biden, but I feel like for me recently what's been, what's made me like have a different kind of view about him is the whole Palestinian, you know, issue mm. and how he decided to like, you know, aid to war. But also like if I'm being honest, you know, I can judge him or whatever, but we have to realize He's up there. He's having to make decisions that, you know, he has to make, you know? You, you are right. He is up there. Yeah. Not up there in presidency. Up there in edge. His ass <laughs> is 81 years old. He's yeah. 81. I yeah. think so. I did not know he was 81. That's one thing. He He's old. I did not think he was that every, old. Every, everybody's up there that be running for, like, like I heard is that um the fact that, like, Bernie Sanders had like three heart attacks, like while he was running for candidacy, and it's like, dude, you want to be the president of the United States, and you have a foot in the grave. Like, he still got out there with them gloves on. At <laughs> like, that inauguration, we we need we need somebody young in office. That's that's we need somebody with young people ideas, mm-hmm. and you know that isn't going to die in office. Like these people are getting up there, and man, like we. I, I do think we need young people in office. Like, get 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 somebody young in there. Yeah, and just because our I feel like life has changed. You know, we're not thinking. Life has changed. You know how we was thinking, or like life is not the same as what it was forty some years ago when y'all. Was, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's get some new new minds, new fiery people, <laughs> us in charge. You know, y'all about to die. Um, new yeah. minds, new ideas in office, please. Yeah, yeah. Please. I mean, like, are you guys aware of Christian Rock and Blueface Baby? Yes, yes. Yeah, all right. Yes, that messy couple. Okay. How do you guys feel about Blueface? Blueface is low key, like, so in love with Christian. Healthy love. But when I say love, I don't mean like the right love, you know? I'm not saying like a healthy love. He just got a girl who's so young that just loved him so much and like would literally do anything for him. And it made him feel like he was on top of the world and just made him feel so good. So now that he knew she couldn't leave him or like she she stuck and she like really, you know, she, she, she she's in love with Blueface. Like she's in love, you know? To the point where it's like she can't even go two minutes without talking about Blueface with anything that she does, you know? So Blueface sees this and he's gonna use that to his advantage. And like, like you know, he used he used her for her money because she was popping. All the money that she made in the beginning of her career went to him. Be like, what? He be calling her when she's out with somebody else. You've seen the clips where yeah. she be like, she he'll be like, what are you doing with this guy? It's like if you don't want me, you put you put up such a thing that you don't want me, and I'm such a like a type of person. Why are you still, you know? So I don't know. I feel like it's just a messed up situation all in all. And Krishan should just wake wake up. She just gotta leave that man alone. Yeah, and she can love, bro. The thing about it is, like, she can love somebody else so much, and, like, that love is needed for somebody else, but not Blueface. Like, she's a girl that loves very hard. Yeah. You know? You, know? <laughs> you can tell, but I don't, I don't think he deserves it. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> How do you feel, Chance? He's a mess and a half, bro. Like, I really feel like 
who was talking about Blueface other than like when he first came out his little rap career, then that rap career just as suddenly dropped off. No one was really talking about him. He he only had the first couple of hits, and then now he's he's everywhere again, but for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And like it all started with before he even met Krishan. Like he he posted that one video. He's like. He he like threw his baby mama out her his house. She was on the window trying to get in. Like she was acting crazy and like that was like the first thing. And he saw like how that got traction and how oh. and like I really think like so then he went and he found Krishan and like people were talking about like how she had like such a bright future ahead of her before mm-hmm. she met him and like but um, you know, I'm I don't know I don't know their situation, like when they met, how they met, whatever. But they eventually got to this toxic point, and he he turned the cameras on because he knew from previous experience because of that first clip. Like that's what makes money, and and I think that's what it is at the end of the day. I think people don't think he's smart because he posts this stuff, but he's smart he's because so he smart. posts stuff. Yeah. Like he he knows it's gonna bring in the income. He knows it's gonna bring in the the people that are gonna watch the stuff. Like he 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 knew what he was doing, and it's messed up. It's messed up, but it, it's smart money wise. Like he was raking it in. And I feel like for Krishan, she can never see it as, like, that, too, because when they're by themselves, she probably gets a whole yeah. different... When like, the cameras you know? aren't rolling, like, and yeah. we're not there when the cameras aren't rolling. So we, we see what they want us to see. This is good. He just wants to make her look stupid, like, in those clips. What is your craziest high school story? Fight, and me, yeah. me and this girl, we faked the whole fight, so we said we were going to fight. We was like... Was posting on Snapchat like this was like freshman year. Oh, meet us outside like we're about to fight. And imagine that Carol like you know it's a white school. Nothing <laughs> happens there like no drama or nothing. So you see two black girls about to fight. Everybody coming outside and we just hugged it out at the end and everybody just went. You know, that was a crazy thing. Everybody was thinking fight. about the fight, but nah. Um, they, these girls had like, I don't know how they did it, but they had um like gotten a hole between the stalls. Like they had just. They just posted on Snap and they were like posting like the fact that they had gotten this hole between the stalls. Like, and they like were like looking at each other through the hole in the stalls that they made. Nobody knew how they did it. Like, cause we had metal detectors and stuff. So, like, how did they like get like some in the school to do that? How did they do it? But it like, and it's obviously it stayed there because our school wasn't gonna fix that. So it's just in, in the stalls for, for until they decide to replace it. It's it's a hole between two stalls in like the third floor girls' bathroom. Uh-uh. I was my birthday weekend, right? And like somebody had given me illegal substances, but I didn't want them. Cause I said, you know, I ain't doing them, you know. Yep, yep. You would, never, you would never. You would yeah, never. I would never. She <laughs> <laughs> came from Matty Russell Burger. Okay. Yeah. And like, for watching the King's Court podcast. Thank you. Thank you for watching the King's Court podcast. Tune in every week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.